0: Make it, um, we'll go through the motions of it and, um, and welcome to the organic human show number one. And this is the first time we're doing this, and uh, there'll be many more seasons. My name is Samantha Cartwright, and I am uh, sitting here with an amazing being called Martin. And Martin is from Johannesburg, and he does an amazing, uh, multifaceted different ways of health and wellness from science, nutrition, and uh, Mm -hmm. uh, natural science, to acupuncture, and to just bringing the body into alignment. So I'm having him as my first guest today, and the reason for the Organic Human Show is because we want a space where we can talk openly, authentically, with no expectation of being censored, and also a space where we can speak about positive solutions Mm -hmm. of how we can support each other through these changing times, and also... Um, talking about more deeper issues or more more like controversial things or more out there things uh, that uh, the main public don't really want to talk about or that isn't on the the mainstream news. So it's just a platform to be an uncensored, meaning uh, we're not going to have anyone telling us to uh, not speak. So that's really cool. So that was the mission. And thank you, Martin, for being here. And um, I'm going to hand over to you and just ask you, Martin, uh, who are you and uh, what work, what business is it that you do?
1: Samantha, thanks for having me. Um, as you said, I'm from Joburg and I'm in the health and fitness uh, industry. So I'm a wellness trainer. Um, And that really incorporates optimum nutrition principles and movement mastery, um, which is really about bringing the two together, nutrition and exercise, for the body-mind. So it's not just for the body, it's not just for the mind, it's for both culminated together. And um, within the exercise um, training, I include uh, Eastern practices. So you've got your yoga type, exercise, your tai chi chi type exercises, um, as well as your standard practices, you know, your strength, fitness, your cardio, and your core training, which is really about bringing them all together for young and old. So whether you're a youngster whose core is quite weak, because obviously these days a lot of young people are sitting on their computers all day, and they developing low muscle tone. Back in our day, we climbed trees, and we would be running around in the garden doing our thing. So it's basically a problem with the children today that they are—they're very intelligent, they're very knowledgeable, but unfortunately, they've lost connection to nature, and their core is um, weak. And then the elderly um, who find you know, doing uh, things quite intimidating. Any exercise could be intimidating. So looking at exercise from a more subtle, gentle movement point of view, um, essentially. And um, the ideology that I actually follow is prevention is better than cure. We want to prevent people developing problems before they come through. And it's the same as nutrition. We want to keep the person in a good space, build up the body. So when things come along and someone maybe slips, falls down, is able to then get up and not be as injured as someone who was sedentary, so to speak. Um, So I use holistic exercise principles to strengthen the immune system, to promote health. Because if you move uh, in an effective way without overdoing it, And people today tend to overdo exercise where you should find middle of the road rather than training seven days a week and pushing two hours of training. Find that balance that you're able to then be healthy, not just um, a person who's trying to be so competitive. Because most of the people that I train are the average person who basically uh, wants to be the average human who wants to be well, not necessarily compete. And when guys yeah, start so uh, competing, yes, at that level, sometimes they actually um, can cause the body to go backwards. In other words, uh, potentially lower the immune system and, mm, and you mm, know, mm. bring in potential illnesses. Mm. So if you want to just look at, it like, look at it like that, the average human really needs to create balance. Okay, so they can thrive in this world rather than just exist because you want to have that level of thriving and being uh, in that optimum healthy space. So you feel good in the morning. You get up with energy and vigor and you can complete the day with energy and vigor and still have energy at the end of the day to live your life. So you have your partner or your kids, whatever the case is, you have the energy to deal with them. And then you're ready for a good night's rest. So that's really what I do. And as you said, you mentioned acupuncture. That's something else I added into the therapies that I offer, the wellness um, box, so to speak, because that in itself, um, it's ear acupuncture detoxification. So I add that to the whole protocol of of wellness and and well-being. Um,
0: Amazing, Martin. That's really what I do. yeah. And is it someone uh, who would be watching this um, would go through a program with you? So you will check out which level of fitness they're at, and then you would give them a diagnostic kind of, of like a program in which a, a lifestyle wellness program that would look at nutrition, look at uh, the exercises. And um, this meeting will end in 10 minutes.
1: <laughs> no <laughs> way. <laughs>
0: Should we go with the flow and end the meeting and then try this again next week? Or do you want me to open it again and we continue?
1: I think <laughs> let's open it again.
0: <laughs> okay. Let's do let's that. Open okay. it again. Uh, Gemma, uh, you're going to join obviously... us again.
1: I'm going to have to put the key, the password in and everything. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes. So I'll okay. close it again and reopen it again. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back in part two. <laughs> 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 we are recording. We are recording. Welcome back to the Organic Human Show, everybody, and I'm Sammy, your host. And we are chatting with Martin from Joburg. Martin, what is your business name?
1: Life Force Fitness.
0: Life Force Fitness. Is it a One W word? W- Life, Force. Uh, Life Force. So under, under face,
1: it's under Facebook, Life Force Fitness. That's where you'll find it.
0: Okay, so your Facebook um, profile right now.
1: Life Force Fitness. Yeah
0: life force fitness so we were chatting about this guys this is part two because of our um zoom link um, i haven't paid for the upgrade yet so we only get 40 minutes <laughs> and uh, we were having a lack of chat earlier before so it was great um the difference here now martin that was asking you is you take people on online and one-on-one to assist them at where they're at and you give them a kind of, okay, you need a three month, you need a two week, you need intensive, you need slow, you need this progress. And um, for how many years have you been doing this? And uh, what has your, um, what's your outcome been?
1: Um, So I think we, we spoke earlier, you wanted me to discuss kind of what's transformed Basically, the no, life what, from...
0: That's yes. it. How, did, how did what you do, has what you do transformed your own life?
1: Yeah. So, what I've been uh, in the industry for about uh, 20 years now. And uh, like you said, with people, everyone's different. Just like our fingerprints is different, everyone is different. So, uh, what you do with a, a 30-year-old who wants to have, maybe, uh, wants to lose weight, he wants to Uh, improve his fitness compared to someone who's in their 70s, just wants to um, build some bone density. So everyone is different. And that's, I hope I answered that question. So everyone will have a specific need and we will uh, meet that need. So um, this whole industry basically, it has absolutely transformed my life. And the stories are very corny, okay? But I, I think it's good to share because they're real. They're, they're true stories, but they are maybe a little corny um, at the end of the day. So what put me on this path uh, goes back many years. I, I was 17 and uh, it was matric dance year. <laughs> so I had this uh, pretty girl that I was going to take to my matric dance that I invited to join me, mm. and, uh, but I had severe teenage acne really bad. (laughs) Besides the hormones and the puberty part of it, uh, I wasn't sure if there's something else I could do. So, lo and behold, a friend of mine gave me, I think it was his mom told him about it, a nutritionist's number. So, I went to see this nutritionist and being a teenager, you're like, ah, this is not going to work. But I was quite desperate because (laughs) I wanted to 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 look good. I wanted a day to be impressed with your partner. So um, I followed the nutritionist's advice for about uh, six months or so, early in the year. And again, it was just tremendous. The, the skin started to clear. So I was like, no way. How is that possible? And that already was a light bulb moment for me okay because I knew nothing you know what do we know about nutrition when you're 17 you're just with your mates we yeah we don't get it taught sports. in
0: schools we have no idea no. And that's also blew my mind when nothing. I figured out my own a- journey well I was like Correct. we should know this
1: <laughs> we should know a lot of things at school which you aren't taught these days um so th- that to me was a light bulb moment and I realized there's something about this I, I need to look into it okay because By giving the body, or taking certain foods out, which I'll go into detail maybe in our next show, uh, and then adding the right foods in, it's like, wow, the skin is now radiant, you know? Um, There has to be something in this. That was the (laughs) nutritional part. And uh, the other corny story is when I was 18, Um, I happened to come across Michelangelo's Statue of David. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So here's this beautiful sculpture. And it kind of like, it fascinates, it fascinated me. Like there's this amazing work of art. Okay. And, and the most divine, perfect, symmetrical form of the human body with these carved symmetrical muscles. And that was like, wow, People can actually look like that. There must be something in it. And that propelled me to get into the exercise movement You're like, I want to
0: look like that. I'm going to look like that. (laughs) That is my role model. I haven't seen that that in anyone else in society. It looks like that. Thanks, David.
1: (laughs) So there you go. I mean, those are corny stories. But ultimately, if you look at, um, you know, when I was growing up, I went to an all-boys school and um, quite a small guy and I was very scrawny. So that in itself, for some people, and I've had those um, clients in the past, where that little guy was scrawny and bullied. And as soon as you start taking your life back, you take charge of your life, which is something I actually say in my, my business, it's my slogan, you actually then feel empowered. And that scrawny little guy, just by Feeling good and exercising the body increased his self esteem. And just by being in that space, the bullies never came again. Not because he was looking for anything. Uh, no, because he was just
0: more self confident. Yeah.
1: His presence and his energy kept them at bay. So, in that, those two stories, what really got, got me going. And if you, if you think about it like this, um, Samantha, if you look good, you feel good, okay? If you feel good, you look good. So they're both intertwined, ultimately. They feed off each other, isn't it? I mean, that's quite clear at the end of the day. So um, for me, I had to walk the talk, and and these came through experiences. They weren't just theoretical things, you know, let me me study this, let me study that. These Mm, are things that that came through my experiences. So I thought I've got to walk the talk. There's no point in about doing things and not, you know, following through. And when I speak to clients and I say, guys, you know, try eat healthily. I can't then go off to a fast food place and, and be seen eating fried trans fatty acid foods. That wouldn't be very good for my reputation. So I find that walking the talk is the most important thing at the end of the day. And I think um, we all teach where we most need to learn, isn't it? They say that that's really where we need to teach. So by teaching clients and teaching uh, people, um, men, women, children, the elderly, you you learn so much by teaching people, you learn about yourself. So for me, that's what the industry has really, really done. And I also feel... Uh, you would be able to understand this and relate the reward of assisting people, humans on this planet to achieve their goals, whether it's mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, is it's incredible. And to have an opportunity to do that for me, uh, you know, that, that for me makes, I'm eternally grateful for that opportunity to just to help people ultimately. Mm, mm, mm. And, um, I think getting up in the morning with most people, uh, they need to find purpose. And for me, that's what it really is. It's purpose in our lives. To get up to know, you're gonna deal with this person today and you're gonna make sure that when they leave your space, they're feeling good. And And with
0: that said, what is your biggest challenge? What do you find your biggest hurdle is? What do you find um, in yourself first and secondly, in your clients?
1: Well, myself, I need to teach myself patience and um, probably acceptance and understanding because there are people out there that aren't as driven and I'd say fanatical as I am. Yeah. And I think with that, you have to learn to deal with those particular emotions and let them go. It's easier said than done, but- that's what i need to learn and then for my clients the challenge for for them is to probably learn to trust themselves and also to trust the person giving them advice but that comes from their own trust isn't it
0: mm-hmm. you can trust yourself yeah. You trust how much others. you can open up exactly
1: how much they can open up correct
0: mm-hmm. And show up. That's right. Absolutely. Well, that's and awesome. show up. Yeah. Yeah. And show up. Because I find it's the resistance towards something good for you. You know, it's phenomenal. We know the nutrition. We know we're meant to exercise. We know we're not, not meant to go down the road of Kentucky and all that stuff, but it is so much easier to be, you know to go the route that is just a little less more lazy and then the human resistance towards something great particularly like if i'm just about to go to a yoga class i'll my, my i'll <laughs> think of like six different excuses before i get there and i'm like i don't want to be there i know i've got better Absolutely. things to do and finally i'm like wait look at the resistance get to that class and as soon as i get to the class or to the exercise or to my running or you know onto the mat or whatever even with meditation or anything like that there's always this dance just before you get there and i have also with a lot of my clients and i'm sure you've got it as well where five minutes before they're coming they want to phone and cancel and mm. i feel it intuitively and i phone and i'm <laughs> like don't cancel you're right at the door they're like how did you know <laughs> it's normal it's normal it means exactly. it's good for you and then when mm. i tell people that when you feel a resistance towards something it actually is positive. It's meant for you. Um, and that really? resistance is the um, the part of the self that needs the shift, that needs to be stepped into a place of e- evolving it to the, let's call it couch potato, to like, mm-hmm. oh, I've got to look at my nutrition. I've got to look at this. So, I mean, I had a client the other day that was here and she's like, geez Sam, I've got to manage my life, my dogs, my this and this. And now you're telling me mm-hmm. you I have to manage my mind, my heart, my food. My, I'm like, girl, it's a project management Correct. And mineral thing, and as you said at the beginning of the uh, meeting, was nutrition changed the game for me, and mm. I'm sure for you as well. And I think that's where I start with my clients as well is before I do any spiritual work with you or get deep, what are you putting in your body? What's there? Because yeah. when I learned the sugar demon, which I'm sure you've you've also had bigger, uh, you know, understandings of. I too. I had the pimples. I had the post-nasal drop. Mm. I was in the hospital a lot when I was a kid because I used to drink milk like this and used to eat my sweeties and like, you know, my white bread and my ham and my mayo. And I was like, woohoo, you know, Woolies, Woolies pantries. My dad is like, have, have, have. And I was always in hospital with, um, the tender side, what's it? Um, Tonsillitis,
1: throat issues tonsillitis yeah, tonsillitis
0: yes. and independicitis and mm. you know the doctor just kept saying and we get to swear on this show which is great you're full of shits and I was like <laughs> what does that mean you know so they were always telling me that but they never told mm. me to look at my nutrition and as yeah. I got older and I started seeing that my food was my fuel, you know, because if I didn't eat, I would feel if I did eat that certain food, I'd get you know, like, you know, foggy. If I ate just a high light salad, high veggies, water, no alcohol food, I was like, oh, lots of energy. So I was starting to see those differences. But I went through a phase where I had no money, so I couldn't buy my you know, milks and my, all my treats. And I, for one month, I didn't have the sugar, the refined <clears> sugars, <throat> the milks and the, the mozzarella, if you mean, all the heavier cheeses and the white breads and things like that. So for one month, I didn't have it. And then as soon as I got money, I was able to get it. And when I got it and I just went for it, drank, did everything normal. Oh my God. All those things just came st- and pimples, just. pimples for days. And I mean, <laughs> I, me and pimples was a massive thing in my childhood, you know, and for all mm. kids. And then finally I felt what it was doing to my body. And I was like, mm. that is gnarly stuff. So when I excluded it and I put it and I had to like, cause it's so tricky to say no to sugar. So I had to put it on the same level and this is going to be extreme for some people, but I had to go extreme. I had to put it on the same level as crystal meth. That's mm. how I will not take refined sugar. I won't, mm. I won't, I won't, I won't because it is, once you have one granule, it calls all its buddies, you know? So I had to put <laughs> <Exactly>. those things <laughs> into a perspective where I was like, Oh no, I can't touch. So people would be like, Hey, here's a cookie. Sorry, crystal meth. And they're like, what do you mean crystal meth? <laughs> I can't taste that stuff. <laughs> it makes you crazy. And they don't understand it. And you can see people are on the sugar lull. And that's what I call zombie nation, if you may. Coca Cola's, all that kind of stuff, the lower vibrational foods. And that's what blocks us. Yeah. And when you get it into high nutritional and you actually release those things or just replace them. So I've replaced my sugar with dates or honey or um, raw cacao powder. And you know, the, you evolve once you release those things. But I haven't been, I've been, I'm so healthy with it. And then I go back to my dad who still eats the same way from when I was at school and he just puts on, you know, and I'm getting skinnier. And he's like, what are you doing differently? And I'm like, daddy, all that stuff you thought is normal. He's like, mm. yeah. I'm like, it's worse than any drug known to man. And he couldn't believe it. He's just like, that's crazy. I mean, we've been eating this um, since my gogo, you know, since my grandmother Mm. and my grandmother Mm. and my grandmother. So it's systematic programming that goes through us. And now meeting people like you and myself who've actually been in that system, seen an alternative through our own inquiry, through our own inquiry of like, okay, this is happening to myself, what's happening on those levels yeah and as soon as we changed the nutrition, um, my whole body changed, and then I had an energy to go exercise. Then I had the energy to mm. to want to do the stuff, but on the other spectrum, when you've got the sugar and the dairy and that gluten, that white bleached breads and the white bleached stuff and pastas, it just it just you just have no energy you don't want to you know so it's mm. this complete resistance, so I really love that it's a um it can be that simple. But now tell somebody who's been eating like that, like I've told Gogos before, who are sniffing and they've, they've got flu. And I'm like, Gogo, do you know the flu is coming from all the milk you and that you're having? And she's like, what? I live on that. What are you telling me that the stuff that I eat from the cow that I know is making me sick? You know? So it's quite a challenge when, when uh, you want to help shift people. And do you find that with people that they challenge to I mean, you, you, I'm sure you get people who are very keen to come and work with you, but I'm sure mm. you get uh, th- through the journey with you. There's resistance of like, ah, oh, come on.
1: Well, well, the easiest thing is to probably exercise. The hardest thing.
0: But don't you think is, you think the easiest <clears throat> thing is to to exercise? I find for that's people,
1: like, some people oh, to, to are, start
0: there to start to
1: start. There. So what I would say is, for nutrition, when it comes to nutrition, that's the hardest thing to change. Because it's almost like what the household is brought up on. And if you're dealing with a a mother who then cooks for her husband and she's got to change her whole system of thinking and her cooking and preparation. It's a big deal. It's a big deal for me as well.
0: It's a big deal.
1: So Mm -hmm. for exercise, to get someone just to walk around the block is a little easier. But what I find is that once they are exercising and they might start seeing... Or feeling different. So first you feel different before you see any difference.
0: That's it. Yeah. When you start You've got to feel feeling the yeah,
1: endorphins. When you feel you feel the endorphins. That's exactly it. And you were saying uh, in the beginning, the challenge of people, like in winter, what I get people mm-hmm. to do is make sure they take their gear with in the car. Because as soon as they go home, if they've forgotten their tracksuit uh, top, whatever the case is, and their, their, their track shoes, they go home, the heat is on at home. And I just had a full day at work that's hard. They just don't want to get changed and come to work out. Yeah, totally. So I always tell tell people, you've got to put things in your car and just go straight. Just drive to me. Boom. Don't go home. <laughs>
0: don't even <laughs> don't even pay two hundred dollars Just go Yeah, yeah don't just stop. go
1: straight through. And Imagine, by doing that. Martin so yeah then
0: people arrive that's, that's awesome and people
1: arrive and they do their thing and i always say that they need to try remember the way they felt after the workout Just,
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: and then bring it at that 6am alarm clock and try remember on tuesday when i had that session i felt like this
0: mm. i need to get up mm.
1: that's a challenge as well is the cold mm. and the winter but if people can start understanding and feeling the way they felt and bring it to their presence, okay. Present it's memory time.
0: recall Yeah.
1: Memory call. I felt like that. I'm gonna feel like that today if I get up. So get up and go.
0: <laughs> I need you to coach me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we all need no, a coach. No, I have just been I know, that. I
0: know. We all in you know, I need to be my own self-coach. It's very funny how the mind can have that conversation in delta sleep as you're coming up, and it's like you don't have to go there. You can just get back in bed, and you're like, "Hmm, I exactly. can," because I'm my own boss. So I'm like, "Oh, I can. Yes. It's fine." My partner's like, "Hey, we're supposed to get up at five and do our what, what?" I'm like, "Hmm, I've just convinced myself that that's not necessary. Thanks."
1: <laughs> well, that's quickly. a
0: part, <laughs> but
1: you, you do need that kind of support. You know, even with me, Samantha, it's the hardest thing. People always feel that uh, a, a person like me, a wellness trainer, has. Be if, the want all the time mm, and i don't mm, you know you could get nuts, to an yeah. afternoon you don't we're human we're mm. to us to be human so i can get up uh do my thing and i want to train later in the afternoon and then maybe i'm feeling lazy so it's normal you just so, need better, to but, work but it's better
0: to go with what the body wants and that's what i learned through the journey True. It was not to force True. me to the gym don't not force. To force me to the yoga mm. not to force me to get up my body hates it. My soul hates it. I just get, that's why I don't actually have an alarm clock. I will wake up when my body naturally does. And I go to sleep when my body naturally does. And I run when it wants and I'll eat what I want and I'll do what I feel. And some days I don't eat and other days I eat everything. And it just, you know, the body just goes to what it needs when it needs to. But what I do make sure that I have a hundred percent is I have two walks a day with my dog that gets me out of bed. I've got to get that in my, la- my day. And <clears throat> if I can get my yoga and meditation in, that's a plus. Like I'm doing a 21-day now of meditation and mind shift just to like, you know, anchor that in. But it's taken me 10 years to get here. Sure. So, and, and before then, you actually, again, like uh, I think it was a month ago, like I had a bit of a holiday. And I kind of let myself go. I'm just like, pff, no more like scheduling and doing, doing. And I really felt the difference in myself, I could really feel mm-hmm. myself like my frequency, like lowering and mm-hmm. my discipline getting weaker and my resistance getting stronger and my stories getting louder. And I was like, no, 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 I can't let this come in again. It's taken me too long to kind of master that part of myself to not just kind of let it go. And it's such a fine line. You know, it's such a fine line. You, you think, ah, I can just skip a few days. But if we do, we don't get that momentum. So I think the biggest message here as we are going into ten to five is the 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 purpose to waking up for yourself, no matter what Mm. that looks like. I think that's the best message. It's just purpose for waking up yourself, even if you're feeling depressed that day or feeling happy, go lucky, or whatever's coming through you. But what you and myself, but mainly your message is, is that through our exercise, through our nutrition, through Having that active relationship with your body is what gives you the endorphins, gives you the right nutrition to rest and sleep well, gives you the right energy to want to get up and want to do more. And then, as you said, you know, have your moments where you're like, Phew, I'm not feeling it today, but don't have it as an excuse or as a run away, you know, um, it's, because that's, it's that's a, it's a
1: very, in, it's a complicated story and it's a long story. I mean, we could t- talk for hours about that, the way people, Uh, mentally have to deal with you know changing their lifestyle so that in itself is um well you're looking at
0: one me and you had (laughs) to i used to weigh 75 kilograms i'm 1.5 meters tall wow okay so you would that's a huge
1: accomplishment absolutely
0: yeah i i I, I did my pilates course i studied musical theater (laughs) the pilates course really changed my life i mean i can recommend to some for you if you ever did something for yourself. Pilates course changed my life. Mm. But once I understood the body and I understood how it works and I understood the that the muscles are in their alignment and that everything is kinetic energy and I don't need to do hard, faster, mm-mm, stronger mm-mm. energy. It's simple, slower breath. Mm. I was like, wow. So my whole body transformed. I mean, I used to have, they used to call me thunder thighs. You know, like I really, and a lot of the time, And then when I realized that it was actually emotional, a Mm. lot of it was emotional. And only when I started my Reiki and my emotional intelligence and like stepping into the more awareness of my subconscious mind. And also the hate um, conversation I was having with my body because I wasn't satisfied. I was like, you're so fat. Inside here, the mind is like, you're this, you're Mm. that, you're Mm. that, so this is that that little critic. I call that critic of mine, Felicia. (laughs) Felicia gets involved and she's like, hey, girl, you're not fitting in your pants today. And I'm like, thanks for the awareness. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave her a character. And when I gave her a character, I would then go into the shower and I would have, I'd put Beyonce on and I would have a big shake with all my, with all my fat. And I'd be like, "Woo! I love my body.
1: That's because it. Someone
0: came to me and they said, Sammy, you're a woman. Firstly, your body is going to inflate and deflate throughout your life. So get used to that, firstly. So I was like, okay. And secondly, she's like, and when you resist it, when you hate where you're at, your body gives you more. But where you embrace where you're at, your body will actually come into alignment. So when I actually started embracing my fat and embracing my stuff that I didn't like about my body, oh, my God, Martin, it started dropping like flies. I barely even had to mm. exercise. I was like,
1: mm. that's true. it's
0: all up here. Yeah. So, i re- that' where I really felt the power of the mind, and that self-talk is so so imperative, and that's the work I started to do, was to help myself and others master the way, what's the internal dialogue that's happening within within the the being. Because I agree. That's where it's Absolutely. really coming on that subconscious level. But as we can't talk about this forever, yes, Yes, we can. (laughs) Thank you for your time and thank you for having me. Do this again, and it's been lovely chatting with you and getting to know you. And next time we will meet and we will talk about something a little bit deeper. Let's hope that we maybe uh, get someone else on the show that we can interview and chat with. But ideally, um, the next one we'll do is maybe we do a bit of nutrition and we talk about some alternatives and what's going on there or we will feel into whether we start talking about the more controversial things, but let's, let's, we'll feel into it. Sounds great. Um,
1: Love to be here again. The last
0: thing Mm. I want to say is if you were an influential person, which you are Mm. in your own way, we all are in our own ways, but if you're a little (laughs) bit more influential, what would your message be?
1: Do we have the time?
0: It's, you've got five minutes.
1: Five minutes, well, I'll try, unless we can, always, we can always do this one again, because if I was a a, way, an influencer yeah. leader, I, I'd basically discuss yeah. a lot of things. But one of the things I talk about is, um, is fear and, and to tell people that the biggest fear is fear itself. And fear paralyzes us, fear weakens us, fear weakens our immune system. And if you consider, I think it was Tony Robbins coined the phrase, he made an acronym from fear. false, False evidence that appears real. And that to me is very, very powerful. Because if you understand that, you realize that if you're in fear, you're going to affect all those levels, mental, physical, emotional. Spiritual. And there, that's why I wanted to do, ask you if there's time, because there's an, there's an old Cherokee story. It's, it's not a new story. It's probably quite an old story. Um, this elder is sitting around uh, the fire with his grandchildren, teaching them. And he says to them, I think the story is like, um, there's, a, there's a fight going on inside of me between two mm, wolves.
0: Which wolf? Mm, mm, yeah. Mm.
1: And, and the one wolf is about fear, anger, greed, think resentment and um, arrogance, envy. And then the other wolf is joy, peace, love, empathy, compassion,
0: Compassion. loyalty.
1: And uh, one of the the grandchildren pops up and says, "Um, so who's going to win, grandfather? And he replies with these words, the one you feed. So it's not a new concept. But it's nice to hear that because you can picture it, you know? Yes. There's a visual there. Mm-hmm. And I always say to people, you need to live it. It's no good like hearing the story, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, fear. Yeah. You've got to it actually takes courage. live it.
0: It takes, it takes courage. a lot oh, of We're going to run out of time. We've got oh, 10 we... minutes remaining. Yeah. 10 minutes I hear remaining. So, no, 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 it's going to oh. close now. Um, so, so ideally the, the concept you're going for is fear lowers your immune system. So with the things that are going on in society right now, don't fall into the fear.
1: And I want to speak of the opposite, but maybe next time. Which is the love.
0: No, 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 no. So you've got five moments. So,
1: so, so ultimately uh, you've got to be present and and it's this clearing of the swelling cesspool of your mind. Okay. Thank Thank you, Gemma. The swirling cesspool of the mind, you've got to clear it and live consciously. So if you look at the, the other side of the spectrum, okay, the diametrically opposite of, of fear is love, isn't it?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And, but it's also it's self-love. Yes. Because people think it's love, but it's self-love. Yes. Once you love yourself, okay, and that's the hardest thing. People don't realize that. That is one of the hardest things. Hardest things. You can love others okay and it's all cliched and people think okay how do you do it but if you can try love self then you can love others and then what you do is you can change the whole this this beautiful earth that we have okay Mm -hmm. and you can lift this earth up because we were presented this earth as a gift we kind of were um we have it was lent to us Okay, we, we borrowed it. And what you can do if you think like that and you are able to bring in that love vibration for self and for others, you will lift this planet, Earth, back to where it should be, back to the state of balance and back to the state of joy. And that's vitally important because once you're in that space, this, this thing that is invisible, this invisible enemy, which is called fear, can be dealt with when you embrace love.
0: How divine, welcome, well done my brother. That was just awesome. If I was in the audience, I would feel so comfortable and open my hearing that, driving in T-R-A-F-F-I-C in Joburg, brah. So may you make that into a bit of a nutshell, share that wherever you go and remember that Everything has its opposites. And also remember, everyone goes through their different cycles. So where I was in 2012 and where you were in, let's call it the 90s. No, that's what I'm saying, 90s or the 86 or whatever. And, um, and, And, you know, here everyone is going through it again. Um, it's just so funny. I'm just seeing the layer. So everything I was learning in 2012 is now being regurgitated again back to me by this new mm. layer of people who are now awakening. And they're like, Oh, we've got this. Oh, we got this. And I remember being that excited about it then. And then the universe like clapped me and I had to learn what all this really means. So we learn the humble self is that mm. I'm a micro of the macro yes. and the macro of the micro. and if I'm in fear, I can't, you know, this is the trick. We then get scared that we're in fear. Mm. So there's another paradox in there. Mm. So what I mm. just did was I embraced every emotion, all fear. So if I was in fear, I would brace, embrace fear. Instead of me freaking out that I'm in the fear that's mm. going to lower mm-hmm. my immune system and, and, and now I'm causing more head, head pains. So what we're really moving in from is a mental understanding, a mental mm. driven reality dropping into the heart, which mm-hmm. is the love reality. Mm. And that is the bridge that's being created right now. And I it agree. is absolutely an honor to be on the other side with you. Look, we made it. We're alive. We're mm. looking more, more <laughs> incredible than we did before. I mean, if you see a photo of what I looked like in 2012 to what I look like now, completely different people. You wouldn't even Mm. put the two together. You wouldn't even think Mm. they were hanging out. So Mm. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, guys, if I did it, you can do it. It's going to be fine. So the Mm. message to those who are just beginning the journey, surrender, let go. You're getting a clean slate and don't fight the cabal system. Don't fight it. You're going to be drowned. Mm. You're going to be dead. You're going to be sore love it exactly. see it as an yes. opportunity to make your own world your own relations your own creations mm-hmm. your own <coughs> sovereign uh, movements as we've seen so many coming around which we'll interview those people at a later stage which is so so without that darkness we don't get pushed to the light mm-hmm. so but don't fight the dark with the dark you see mm-hmm. the system mm-hmm. is programmed that way and that is mm-hmm. what people are starting to learn and I was in joburg before I left I was like oh, The system is just, I'm not even going to start there. And then my soul just went, well, start with you. Start a new way. Go the opposite direction. And that is where I learned what self-love was because at that time I had no idea. We don't know what self-love is because we've been programmed lust. We've been programmed all of these different forms of illusion of love. And then time of the unravelment and the pulling off the veils and the ego deaths and the coming back to, you know, self and letting go a lot of the shedding. And so that's where the trauma sits because we don't want to let go of what we think we know. You know, we're like, oh, but I thought I knew everything. No, we don't know anything. So my best Mm. and my last message to everyone is unlearn what you've learned, become neutral with everything like fresh eyes, Mm. like brand new virgin eyes and then take it from there. Because every day something's going to change. You're going to think you've grasped something and then it changes and it changes and, and it's going very fast now. I mean, when we started, it was slow. It was like, mm. you guys have got mm. some time. <laughs> so blessings for that. But now there's no time to waste. So Mm-mm. sit back, relax, let it all go, and also trusting yourself. And, um, and by doing that, you're then not becoming the war. Driven person and becoming angry toward the system, you're then turning into the love warrior. And the love warrior is the one that says, Well, I'm gonna I have to change. I have to be the change. And that is what beings like yourself and I have done and others have done in the way. I said, I can't talk the talk, I gotta walk it, I gotta be it. Mm -hmm. So I gotta Mm -hmm. shift my own relationships to the earth, to recycling, to my food, to myself, to my body, to my family, to all those levels of what is the relationship between those things. We can't just say, oh, we want all of these things. And here we are throwing, you know, garbage, you know, down the street. So it's a big, it's a big do. So with that in mind, I feel so happy that we did this, Martin. Thank you so much for this time that you just chat and be real and to the organic human show to many more series. And we'll discuss what we will chat next week about and uh, mm-hmm. we'll share it with those who want to join. And um, do you have any last uh, last moments?
1: Uh, just to say thank you for presenting this platform so we can actually speak our truth and have a voice. Um, and I just can't wait to have more people on the platform and then people to hear us, what we have to say, because that's really what I want to do is get this message out there, out there. so people can embrace it and yes. uh, then work with it as they do day by day. So, so also once again, a- thank you, Samantha.
0: Oh, pleasure, my brother. Thanks for saying yes and for facing your fears as well and to joining us here today and for <laughs> myself. I've been wanting to do this for a very a long ball. time. Yay. <laughs> and lastly, I have a podcast. So I'm going to try and see if this audio could maybe go into the podcast if I don't get the visual. So okay. let's see what comes. I'll play with it. But maybe we awesome. can also do podcasts, uh, Martin. Yes. And we can share yes. the podcast as well. We can really go, go there. So maybe we well, do the more see. controversial stuff yes. up there. Because
1: okay. then there's no face. Sounds. There's just a voice. We can do that. Sounds and lovely. Giving and giving thanks to
0: yeah. Gemma, our amazing yes, guest. Gemma. Thank you for being here, for supporting us always. And uh, we really love your lights. And thank you for um, yeah, supporting us. So we'll see you at the thanks next Thanks for watching, one. Gemma. Okay, everybody. Well lovely. done to the first Organic Human Show. We're the best. You're the best. <laughs> <Awesome>. Love yourself. <laughs> Give us a hug.
1: Give us a hug. <laughs> <laughs> All done. Thanks, Samantha.
0: Bye-bye. See you soon. Ciao. Take care.